She may be straightening his tie. Maybe in a house, all hidden by a hill. She's sitting playing piano. He's sitting paying a bill. Betcha they're young. But they collect things like ashtrays and art. All right, welcome everybody oh to Chew uh, Bubblegum and Kick Ass. Kick Ass. Kick Ass. We, <laughs> we are knee deep in our current series, Feels of Dreams. This used to be a John Carpenter podcast. None more. <laughs> oh my <laughs> Those God. days are over. And that's John Carpenter comes out of movie making retirement. Yes. In which case, now we're we'll finally go see The Matrix 4. <laughs> now we're doing a uh, series of movies based on like a particular <sighs> theme. I'm not going to major if you keep this doing it. We keep are this going. Uh, doing, today we're uh, talking about the last yeah, movie of our current series, Fields of Dreams, Fields of which Dreams. is all about like nostalgia movies. Yeah. Uh, so far we've talked about Breakfast Club, Woo! Stand By Me, <laughs> and then Tonight, the movie we're going to be talking about today. I'm one of host Brett Battostain. Hi, Brett. I'm another of the hosts. My name is Dylan Battostain. Hi. Hey. Brett, Dylan, I'm the third Battostain. Tucker. Tucker. Cool. This is the, the Triple the, B Battostain, Battostain podcast. Bunch. We're we brothers. Just, yeah, we should just call this the Battostain. The Battostain bros. Yeah. Bros, yeah. I don't like it. No, how about <laughs> just the Battostains? Like B A D O. Oh, we're the Stains. We're the Battostains. That's a good band name. And then a B apostrophe Stains. B Stains. I feel like I'm in elementary school right now. Yeah, it's too far. It's too far. I'm too far. Tucker fucker, Tucker fucker. Hey, Dill Pickle. Dill Pickle. Yeah, that was me. Pretty good. Yeah. Brett butt stain. I got that oh, a lot. Oh, boy, Fucker I butt bet. rail. Yeah. I didn't get butt rail until later. I also got the ha ha ha. That's very inoffensive. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah. Uh, today fine. we're talking about 1982's Annie, directed by John Huston. This is Dylan's pick. And I'm. Okay. I'm come guys, I got to tell you I'm coming in hot today. <gasps> Are you? Whoa, he's hot. I'm oh coming in very hot. Wow, I don't I, even know what to interpret how to interpret I that. I had mentioned that I had never really seen this movie. Oh, I, that's right. I kind of like have an awareness of it, but I sure. don't have never like sat and watched it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um from the instant I turned it on, I was like I I'm in love with this movie. Yes, I'm, that makes me so happy because nice. that's how I felt. As soon as the like that locket and the uh-huh. music comes on, I was like taken back to a ten-year-old me sitting in the movie theater, just away. Oh, I think I just got chills all down my bod. I think ha- having the knowledge of how much you have said that you love this movie, <laughs> and then also being like immediately taken with it, I yeah. was like, I am in love with this movie, and <laughs> I. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I just I cannot I like I w- kept wanting to text you guys to be like guys I think I'm gonna throw up for how cute <laughs> Eileen Quinn is in this movie I cannot handle it I yeah. I, I was like getting mad I was like yeah especially the first like 40 minutes oh is my god. wild oh my god when they are doing the song uh, when yeah. she first gets to Daddy Warbucks's yeah. mansion I think I'm gonna like it here yeah when she when they're like going up the stairs and yeah. she like like makes is like making that little face. I'm just like, 
What? <laughs> you're so you're the cutest, most adorable thing I've ever seen in my oh life. Oh my god! Yes, I love you. <laughs> well, I'm not Shooing exaggerating. Your own kids I, away. I Get listen, out of the way! I listened yeah. to the soundtrack. I had the I got the record, the soundtrack on on a mm-hmm. record. Uh huh. And I listened to it, I constantly. Like I had every moment of this film. Like because most of it, yeah. it is just literally the songs in the movie. Like taken directly from the music the, yeah. the movie soundtrack and put on vinyl they were just they're grooved in my brain so as the yeah. movie's going I was just I was singing along like instinctually like mm-hmm. it's right. just right there and the like little like I said like little nuanced noises uh, it's all yeah. in there Ugh. right yeah <sighs> This, I, in fact, <clears throat> last night when I, because I did finally finish it, it took me a while to. I had too much shit going on. By the end, I was just like, I don't know that I'm. I think I'm too. Like this was maybe too core for me <laughs> to be submitted for this because I am utterly impartial, and I don't like. I don't know. A part of me was also like, there's no way anybody else likes this movie. Like, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was like, I'm just going to throw myself on the pyre. Like, you guys don't have to like it. It's fine. It's, it's too amazing for me. No, I love this movie. Yeah, I, okay. I watched it a lot when I was, I wasn't, I wasn't as old as you when it came I out. Was, I, I don't know if part I of was, it is. a nerd. <laughs> I don't know if part of it is, is four, I was Annie's but, age. And I mm-hmm. saw it in the theater, yeah. you know, when it came out, and it just something about it resonated. And she's so cute, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, and I was still, I was ten, but I was still, you know, still like a little horny little guy. I was like, I found all those little girls so cute, uh, and like their all those uh-huh, dance routines. Sure. I was just like, yeah, ah, take me away, yeah, like that. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 and pepper, uh-huh. so cute. <laughs> yeah, it is adorable. Um. So, this is funny because so all of the movies that we all picked came out in the eighties, which mm. is funny. Mm-hmm. Hmm. The true. other thing that's funny is that <sighs> only one of us came out in the eighties. Yeah, the Breakfast Breakfast Club takes Bre- place in the eighties. Came, came out gay in the eighties. <laughs> yeah, came out of the closet <laughs> in the eighties. Um, <laughs> Freaking <Tucker's Yeah>. face <laughs> when I was that's two. What I meant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, on the the eve Something of nineteen ninety. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure there's two-year-olds that know they're gay. I'm sure. But who knows? Yeah, who knows? Um, <laughs> two-year-olds don't know where the poop goes. I was just going to say, I don't know anything, <laughs> but I know that I'm gay. <laughs> the, it's funny because Breakfast Club came out in the 80s, takes place in the 80s, still feels nostalgic and cozy. Yeah. Stand By Me came out in the 80s, takes place in the 1950s, feels very nostalgic and cozy. Yeah. This movie comes out in the 80s, takes place in uh, based on a 1977 musical, yeah. takes place in the 1930s, yeah. and is incredibly nostalgic, like, so nostalgic, <laughs> and I had never seen all of it, but yeah. I- I think a lot of it has to do with like just the cultural Annie-ness. Like I know Annie mm-hmm, is like sure. a cultural thing and the songs are kind of, especially like Tomorrow and yeah. um, the first song and Hard Knock Life, obviously, because yeah. yeah, of Jay-Z. Jay-Z yeah. uh, oh, they're right. kind of just like in culture. Yeah. So I, the, there's that. But also it, it's it's interesting because Stand By Me is a story about a guy go, like, looking back and reflecting on his life. This yeah. movie's not about that, but it does feel... It's like, like they're looking back. Oh yeah, it's like celebrating a time and painting it in a different light, right? Mm-hmm. Like I mean, it's the post post depression, new New Deal era, like early thirties is when it's supposed to be. Thirty three. Thirty. Well, okay. I have, my honky horn popped up in the middle. <laughs> oh. 
Because the movie they go see, Camille, oh. that's at 37. So Ooh. why specify? I mean, the, the theme My of Camille God. sort of is the, it's clear that he's trying to draw some kind of metaphor or an, an <laughs> analogy to Annie's choice in that she's going to have to But in 1982, nobody would have been able to like- well, You'd have to really be a fucking meathead to go try and figure it out. Right. <laughs> right. But it, it seemed like a weird choice because like, then just make- the movie be 1937. Like, don't, don't, don't. Yeah. Well, so especially like, because the New Deal stuff doesn't play a part in the movie really at no, all. No, because it's make... brand new. He's just been elected well, president. Right. There's no New Deal But there's deal no yet. reason to, yeah, exactly. Like, they're so, still in the Depression. It's, uh, yeah. yeah. It's, so it, it, it kind of, it makes sense in that regard that like, uh, a family would be willing to like put their kid in an orphanage. Oh yeah, all of it makes sense except for the choice of that movie right, being what exactly. they showed. Okay, and I I don't mm-hmm. think that that that's why the only, the part of the movie where it drags is that whole section. Like they do the the RKO dancers, the Rockettes. I yeah. think that is the Rockettes, right? And then I assume so. Yeah, but... and then they throw in ten minutes of a, or however many right. it felt like ten minutes of a movie movie from oh, right. That they're watching, like they didn't even need to well, do any of he that. He is so rich that he gets his uh, film prints flown in from the future <laughs> <laughs> on an autocopter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it could land it on a dime. It is Whatever funny. That is. <laughs> it is funny how. Anyway, the... I don't mean to jump to my honky horn. I just wanted you guys to understand that I am capable of <laughs> registering our, okay. parts of the film that do not fit. Get all our honky work. horns out on the table yeah. right now. Also, yeah. <laughs> the other. So, just I, I do kind of want to go through the plot a little bit sure. because I don't think. I don't think this movie is one that like is necessarily like as known oh, in that sure. regard because there's I kind of knew the story, but I didn't know how it really played out. Mm-hmm. No, that's true because when I when the movie came out when I was a kid, Annie was still a regular syndicated co- comic in the daily newspaper comic strips. So oh, right, like yeah. I knew Annie even though I wasn't it wasn't one that I liked to read necessarily, but I knew what it was. Yeah, it was right. Daddy Warbucks, Annie, and Sandy. Yeah, but yeah, so. The story, the story is preposterous. <laughs> <laughs> it is, and it's also interesting that the I think I feel like the opinion of uh, the opinions about the of, from the general public on billionaires is at the time well a is much different now. Yeah. Um, oh, I yeah. Well, except for not i mean i guess he, so someone goes to like throw a bomb into his well, room while he's sitting there the the bolsheviks the bolsheviks leaping yeah. <laughs> <Leap and> lizards <laughs> but that was my favorite part <laughs> <laughs> the bolsheviks <laughs> leaping lizards i think no, the difference is now is that people generally don't feel like there's uh you know um a way to reach a billionaire's icy cold heart right well whereas yeah. back then we're like they're just they're fine. You which just is gotta curious show because, the way. Which is curious because to make a billion dollars back then had to be far more, far more ruthless, far more ruthless, right? right. Like he's, he's like <laughs> yeah. a uh, John Ford. Well, kinda. his name's Warbucks. I know. Warbucks. <laughs> he's a I war profiteer. He's a Warbucks. Well, and <laughs> no, I know. And there's a there's a way to paint him. Like I'm glad that they don't. I mean, it's a it's a movie for kids. Right. So, but yeah. they do. I do like that they they pay. They at least say it they have him verbalize that he's yeah, he's he like I, money and capital well mm-hmm. and he's like towards the end or right i think maybe it's when he's right about to like offer to adopt annie mm-hmm. uh before she like the kidnap kidnapping mm-hmm. happens mm-hmm. and he says like uh money's all i've ever cared about and i've i've hurt people a lot of people along the way yeah but, oh when he's like walking with her and explaining 
Is that the part? I think so. Yeah. yeah regardless, yeah. He they do. I like I like that they said they they said yeah. that because yeah, to be a billionaire <laughs> yeah. in 1933 during yeah. the depression. Oh yeah. Like you have to be the worst person alive. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. it means that he profiteered off of World War One. That's <laughs> what that means. He's war bucks. <laughs> war bucks. Yeah. yeah. Well, and they even have him like he's talking about selling arms to some some country yeah. or somewhere in one of his many and I do like that too that he is like driven and driven and he's totally removed like all of this is a PR stunt he even registers as a mm-hmm. PR stunt she mm-hmm. comes in and he's just like whatever get a boy, get a and, boy. Then, <laughs> and then Mrs. What's her name convinces him otherwise and he's like whatever well <laughs> Annie convinces him he, well Annie but whatever has her whole thing has her whole and thing. finally he's leaving and he's, and like, he's like whatever whatever yeah. but only a week I love I love, I the love Mona, Albert Finney the, 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 <laughs> Mona, Lisa, the Mona yeah. Lisa it's awesome. yes I, he's so I love everyone in this movie yeah, oh, yeah. everyone in this movie is amazing Carol Burnett. Carol is Burnett. A fucking miracle. <laughs> oh my god! Yes. It is so a crime yeah. she isn't celebrated yeah. for this role. This should be like an award set up as the M- Mrs. Hannigan. The Hannigan. The Hannigan. Yeah. She is every ah. second of her. Every she is perfect. Mm-hmm. She is perfection. Oh my god! Jinx tells me there's a moment in this movie. She didn't watch it with me last night, but uh, she tells me <laughs> there's a moment in this movie where uh, Carol Burnett goes into a door. And when she comes out, it's shot later, and she's had a chin job in between. Oh, really? And I, I was thinking about it last night, but I didn't see it. Interesting. But uh, yeah, but she's so fucking funny. She's and got to go bathrooms like just yeah, part of she, my daily. Me too. Yeah, vocabulary. That, 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 she gotta go bathroom. <laughs> gotta go bathroom. I, lo- I love when uh, cartoonish assholes mock children in movies. Yeah. It yeah. really makes well, me laugh. <laughs> and this, like, they're smoking. She's drinking. She's just drunk the whole time. I right. love mm-hmm. that. That. Is it downplayed with kids? She's just oh, and she just wants to get it in, man. Every guy who shows up at the door, she is trying to get it in. Yeah, (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love that she's just a horny old maid. Yeah, Yeah, and she's terrible. And I do appreciate that they give her a little bit of a turn at the end, so that she's not. She redeems herself. She does redeem herself enough, and then she's part of the celebration. Then she she finally gets it in with Bulljaw. We'll talk about that, won't we? Um, I'm not gonna. (laughs) We'll be able to stop talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Tim Curry and Bernadette Peters, Jesus who I've Christ. mentioned. Bernadette Peters, I'm oh, yeah. fucking I was in, in love, love with. with. Well, this was like the same year as The Jerk this or the year four after. Four years after. Oh. But The Jerk, oh, yeah, that was in Bernadette Peters is like top. Perfect. You know what's funny? Perfect. Is perfect. I. I didn't yes. realize I that her. Tim Curry was in this movie. And no. At the beginning, He's I was so like, funny. "This seems like a movie that Tim Curry should be in." <laughs> <laughs> and I, For real? I, well, That's I think ridiculous. because um, uh, 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 Miss Hattigan, right? That's her name, Hattigan. Is Hannigan. it Hattigan? Hannigan. Yeah. yeah. We love uh, you, Miss Hannigan. She kind of reminded tell, me tell. of Tim Curry in Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I think when I saw her, I was like, "Oh, this seems like a movie that Tim Curry should yeah. be in." And then when he showed up, I was like. Oh, <laughs> hey. this movie gets it. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh my there god. Is, there is such a goddamn cozy quality to this fucking movie. Yeah. That is un undeniable. Like it's it, <sighs> like it took me it took me back to a time that I <laughs> you <weren't laughs> was not at in a very I'm, real way. A very very real way. Neither for the release of the film or the setting. Oh uh, yeah. None of it. None of it. But I felt like I was there. Yeah. When I... <laughs> well, the, okay. The choreography in this film, like all of the little dance yeah. numbers are 
wild. Yeah. They're so perfect. Those kids, yeah. those kids are Fuck. remarkable. Like there were times where I was like, this can't be legal. It always yeah. looks dangerous. A lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. What are they doing? <laughs> the hard knock but life man, one is. It's so good. That first thirty minutes of this film yeah. just out of the gate is just. I, I, I like I said. I'm like I, I literally. I just had tears streaming down my face. I was like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I get it's you. Ridiculous. I get you. I, I'm 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 with you. I agree. <laughs> but yeah, the 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 whole movie. Honestly, I was into. But yeah, really the like first. The, the first act, I guess that would yeah. be right. I think yeah. up through, uh, I think I'm gonna like it here. It's yeah. just, it's, 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 it's perfection. Just, yeah, it really. I, I feel like it is. I know. I, know I always kind of. I, I mean, I feel when like Annie, I throw that around a little much. When but Annie beats up those those boys, yeah, I love so that. Yeah. so I love that so much. And I love that she's rough from the go, right after yeah. the opening number, yeah. and then she comes in and and is that Pepper? Who's the big, the taller kid? Who's, I think that's Pepper, yeah. isn't it? And she, Annie's just like. Mm, right up yeah. in her face like go I love back that about to it. bed i dig that and yeah. just tough and i love that she's always escaping and yeah. that the laundry guy's totally cool with being in on it yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that like, the cops walking around on the streets <laughs> yeah are looking for an orphan yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. um and yeah. she finds sandy and sandy the dog yeah, everybody in this entire city is white yeah. Did you notice that i noticed that yeah. this time. Oh, that's a good point. well it's supposed to be like <laughs> it's supposed to be the down in Queens, I guess it's yeah. supposed to be a borough in New York, right? Isn't I'm that not the sure. whole point? It just seemed. I'm not. Seemed I'm not trying to rationalize white. why it's white, but well, <laughs> it's the, the one, same. Yeah. Same with like when you watch uh, like Godfather Two, right? I, I just <laughs> assume it was a white borough, right? I don't right. think it is necessarily a because there's Punjabs in it, and then there's no other people of color other than Punjab and the ASP. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now that the problematic aspect of that, like even yeah. in that, we got Annie number when they slip into the like, ding 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 uh-huh. ding ding, yeah. like for yeah, the ASP to do his little karate movements, Orientalism going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which that doesn't hold up as well. Mm. Right. <laughs> Forty years later. Yeah. Forty. And have Thank you, you get, has it, have you seen any of the newer Annie no. tries? I, uh, I'm, no, I'm wondering I, how I they watched, handled the Punjab stuff. I don't remember. I I did watch the it's one. It's a pretty with, old racist trope. Yeah, the yeah. magical, the magic, the magic the, black the, person, the basically, magical right? Negro yeah, trope. Yeah, and he can straight up levitate shit. Yeah, right? like I love he's how they. Magic. I mean, I, I mean, know. I don't know how he's doing it. Yeah, well, and it's such a weird thing to have as just a side thing because yeah. he could do a lot for himself and for everyone. <laughs> he could yeah. genuinely do that, but. Um, <laughs> No, I watched the one with uh, Kathy Bates. I think I got that when my kids were little, yeah. and begrudgingly, because I was like, "There is no need to replace this movie. This movie right. is perfect." And then it, well, I think maybe somebody bought it for us or something. And I, I think I tried to watch it, and you, replacing Carol Burnett is blasphemous, right? She yeah. is so perfect, and I like Kathy Bates, but there's, she was you, Hannigan. Yeah, you're I not feel like be I saw to it, it too, but I don't remember it at yeah. all. So, and I don't. I don't even remember. It must have been a musical. I mean, you can't make this not yeah. a musical. Although, didn't be. the one that came out with Jamie Foxx a few years ago, was that still a musical? I think so. Okay. Well, and I, I didn't bother yeah, I with wonder. that one. Yeah, it is a musical. It, it has to be. The whole thing is a musical. It'd be like making Grease, but without the songs. Uh, <laughs> right. Cameron Diaz <laughs> plays Hannigan in the Jamie Foxx one. Is that right? Yeah. Huh. I, I, That's kind of interesting. It's kind of weird. I would give it a go yeah. and just never bothered and just, yeah. I mean, because I don't, I don't care because I love this one yeah. so much. I don't see a reason to re- it it'd be like if someone was like let's go remake Grease. Yeah, and it's kind of no like I'm in the, I'm in I'm in love with this production of Annie. I'm yes. not in love with Annie. That is exactly <laughs> right. it. That is exactly yeah. it. This is a per- like Albert Finney is yeah. a wonder. He is just perfect. Yeah. Just I love that perfect. bit at the end with them uh 
uh, tap dancing on yes. the stairs together. Mm-hmm. So I just got good. chills thinking about that too. Like yeah. the and whole... FDR's like, way to go, Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I, my my, you know the the parts to me like it drags. It gets yeah, it about gets a half long. an hour that that they could have tightened up, and I, I'm assuming it's because he was trying to stay true to the Broadway production because this was a Broadway musical mm-hmm. that yeah. then became a film. That's the only reason I can assume that he didn't trim that up, right? Like yeah. you could have. Mm-hmm. Taken out one or two numbers and tightened up that midsection, and it could have just been this, like the, the ninety stuff of like finding something. when it goes when it gets to the part of like trying to find your parents. Yeah, that's kind of when it. Except for the I O D E N T, you gotta keep that. <laughs> yeah. But that's all you need, and then just jump straight to uh, Rooster and yeah. and the her coming in. Yeah. Like, that, and, and that too, Easy Street. Like they could, I, I love Easy Street. I love it because it's a great mm-hmm. opportunity to, for those three performers. But mm-hmm. you don't need it. You don't need it. You don't need the whole RKO thing. You can do the Rockettes and then just cut yeah. to them carrying Annie in a sleep. Like you don't need any of that stuff, right? There's <clears throat> yeah, that's I, definitely a difference between this and the last two. Is those last two yeah, were very were, yeah, they were short in and out. Yeah, ninety five, eighty nine minutes, yeah. I think. Stand by me. And then this one's a little over two hours. Yeah, right. Which is interesting, and I also think part of that is because of the period, right? Like it's still coming right off of the seventies, and those those movies. I don't know. I don't. I'm coming yeah. up with a reason. I guess it, it just. No, I just think it's a musical thing. Like, yeah, you're it's right. really, it's just a yeah. musicals thing. are usually just longer. They're a little longer. You know, you take five, six minutes to express a uh, one idea. <laughs> one idea. <laughs> yeah. It starts to get a little longer. Because the, the time of the movie <laughs> in the movie, it's only supposed to be like not even a full week, right? Like he decides right. to keep Annie on night three, <laughs> yeah. right? And then by night five, they've got they, she's getting kidnapped. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Um, what a whirlwind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and that whole sequence, too, where she gets kidnapped, mm-hmm. and then the little girls are running down the street, and then they're driving down the street, and then they're, like, she's running down the rail. Like, yeah. all of that could have been tight. I and mean, then the auto plot, whatever, the helicopter flying. Mm-hmm. Like, they, there's, like, four extended shots of the helicopter over the city, which right. I assume is just because he was proud of the special effects in that moment i don't it was it was a curious like is this tension building or is this i don't know i mean i feel like it's definitely trying to be mm-hmm. tension building i don't mm-hmm. necessarily think i think he probably should have tightened it up a little Tighten bit it to up. yeah but ramp it up a bit but because <clears throat> well, it is ten- like the idea that at the end that they're gonna kill her rooster's gonna kill rooster's Annie. gonna kill her well mm-hmm. and he even says that in easy street and he's just like yeah and then we'll dump her in the river and then they're like what'd you say did you say you're gonna <laughs> dump her in the river because that's pretty extreme bro excuse me but that that again that's like high stakes dude and she climbs up that whole thing like that is um you know what i was you know what i was thinking the the one song that i feel like um i maybe didn't age maybe didn't age well is the like the little girl song uh only because i I do really like that song but i'm a little nervous that it's gonna get stuck in my head and i'm gonna be walking around (laughs) yeah yeah well yeah but it's it's so perfect for miss hannigan yeah it is is. i do really like that song (laughs) but i just do think it's funny and I looked it up. She didn't get nominated for this. Not even oh, for like crazy. the the musical category. Dude, I'm um, pretty sure Eileen Quinn got nominated she got, for a, a Razzie. She did. I saw that too. A Razzie? She got yeah. nom- well, but she got nominated for both a Golden Globe and a Razzie yeah. <laughs> for the same category. Uh, so, no, that's so 
the, the Razzie, that's ridiculous. Yeah, both Razzie. of those awards are bullshit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, because it was like for best newcomer in, in the Golden Globe, right? And then. Right. How can so. you give her a worst actress award? That's insane. She's a, she's awesome. But yeah. her voice is oh, incredible. Yeah. It's probably just because she was so like. Cutesy. Yeah. She's so very cutesy. cutesy. But it she's Annie. so fucking she's works. Annie. Yeah. No, you that's fucking idiots. That's yeah. interesting. I, I, I hadn't thought about like looking at like reviews from the time to see what people thought. I don't know what people thought about this movie when it, it came out. It got nominated for like 13 Oscars oh, or something did? like that. Yeah. I mean, that's it didn't cool. win anything because yeah. it was the year of Gandhi. <laughs> so. But pretty much, I feel like if you was make it? a musical oh, yeah. that's at least competently made, it's going to get nominated just because for there's the music, not. At least, yeah, for yeah. the for yeah. best musical or something, musical or comedy or yeah. whatever, because the, there's just not that many of them made. The, but yeah. <laughs> so they're probably going to get nominated almost every single this time. This is a really good musical, too, right? Like, oh, yeah. The, the song and dance numbers are amazing. I, I The last time I watched this, I remember going to find out what happened to um, Miss... Uh, what's what's the, the woman who uh, brings her in, who's, who's Daddy Warbucks' partner? Uh, Grace? Grace. Grace, Grace. Like, why she didn't blow up more. And I guess she worked throughout the next 20 years or something she was just more of a broadway i think she's in mickey and maude very well could be <laughs> but it's such a main character in this and she's really good that that let's go to the movies number yeah she's a little over the top but i give oh. her uh i give her I, I'll, I'll allow it because <laughs> um because i i think she came from the the stage production of it and she's performing broad as if she's performing for people in the back row of a a live audience so on screen it's a little over the top but i love it i think it's yeah i love it it. only got nominated for two oscars oh did it for art direction and music why did they get oh maybe original song score or adaptation score huh yeah maybe 13 nominations in total from all the the other things yeah 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 probably Every, everything, every aspect of the movie to me seemed to uh, work really exceptionally well for what the movie was trying to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like all of the like over the top, uh, per, like the over the top <coughs> performances of like playing to the theater, yeah. like all of that really, really worked for me because it made it seem more like a stage production than a movie. It, that's and, how it feels. It feels like a stage production, but with sets that wouldn't work in a in a stage. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. And th- so, to me, that made it feel really comfortable and Ye- cozy because because of that. And they're so good, right? Yes. Like, because that's a risk. If you do that and it it you don't hit it, mm-hmm. that that'll make the whole movie cringy as fuck. And I don't. Yeah. I never felt a moment of cringe, other than the asp yeah. when it kicked into the asp. This I wonder movie, if that movie was like a suffering from some kind of. Uh, Leftover knives out from Popeye. The big I suppose that's possible because I loved Popeye cartoon. And, like, and I remember thinking this was Popeye better too. than Popeye as a kid watching mm. this because I loved Popeye. I was obsessed, yeah, obsessed with Robin with Williams. Yeah. And then this came out and I was just like, I, I, I didn't even have words to express it. I was just like, I. I, I'm yeah. all about this movie. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's so <laughs> cool I wonder, too. Yeah, that's a good point because yeah. Popeye wasn't well received. No, and it's not as not good. It's not as well put together as this film. It's a so, different thing. Well, and it ran out of production. <clears throat> it ran out of money at the end of the production, and like you can see it on the screen, like it kind of does, just kind of just end itself. Like this one 
ends with that major mm-hmm. number bringing every character back in yeah. to, to show us what's going on. And it's a really, I mean, we'll talk about Popeye someday. Will we? Okay. Popeye we Doyle, right? <laughs> French well, Connection probably, 2. Probably talk about the French <laughs> Connection 2. And Popeye on the same episode, probably. Yeah, the Popeye episode. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's All a good Popeyes. point, because that was the year before this? It was, it was two years. It was okay. 80. Okay, yeah. Um, but Annie didn't really, like, just from what I've read, it doesn't sound like it really... Um, no, I don't think people did. really loved it. I don't think Weird. people still people still don't really love it. What? I don't understand that. Um, I think that people just don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I agree. <laughs> I'm with you. Uh, it's got like on Rotten Tomatoes, it's got like a 53%. What? Um, that's insane. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it lower than the one with Kathy Bates? Because that's that's just not acceptable. Well, that was a TV movie, so I feel was it? I think so. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, made for television version. Mm, yeah, yeah. I'm sure that is probably worse, <laughs> but it doesn't have like a Rotten Tomatoes score or anything like that. That I can... let's do since we're talking about this stuff. Can we do the budget and and box yeah, office cause, now? Because I want to. Yeah, because yeah, I've been trying to look it up or like look up stuff about this movie without seeing right? that because I want it to <laughs> okay, be a, okay. a surprise. Okay, so um, this is a pretty big movie. It's a John Houston, 1982. 1982. God, what's a big movie cost in 1982? Uh, seventy million maybe for a that big movie. For big. a big movie, no, no, no. Like oh, I'm, I'm trying to think. I'm gonna like, say twenty million budget. No, like what did Star Wars? 20, what, Twenty-five. What did Return of the Jedi run? Like probably fifty. I don't right? remember. Okay, maybe. so I'm gonna go like yeah. You said twenty. I'll, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go seventeen. <laughs> Return of the Jedi, but for for what it's worth, had a budget of thirty-two point five million. <laughs> Oh, okay, then twenty is probably high. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go. 15. I'll go. Yeah, I was gonna say fifteen. Also, <laughs> yeah, let's go fifteen. It's a ten million budget. <laughs> uh, you guys, it's <laughs> two million dollars. Fifty-five. Thirty-five million. Thirty-five. It costs more than Return of the Jedi mm-hmm. the next year. Mm-hmm. Huh? Crazy. I know. That's pretty wild. That's that's a lot. I wonder what so what was consuming that budget. Then I bet budget. critics had their knives out for that too, because mm-hmm. it's so expensive. Well, no, because everything is a soundstage. What did it? But make? it still doesn't seem like that should cost that much. I mean, that soundstage existed already. Yeah. It was no, one but of the, yeah, that, that, little... that that mansion was like that was a University of New Hampshire mm. or something like. Some say that it actually could have might have cost as much as fifty nine million. Jesus Christ. Hmm. Mm, yeah, I have. N- For what? <laughs> I mean, I mean, don't get me Filming wrong. took place over six weeks at Monmouth College. Just for that one section of it, though, or did they do the whole thing? There's two mansions that were used in the film. One of which is Shadow Lawn Mansion. That sounds. Anytime my budget's that high, the- that sounds like some money laundering shit going yeah. on, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what did it make? Fifty nine million this, for budget. This or was thirty five million official budget. Yeah. Uh, and it was a it was, was a disappointment, this, right? I don't know. I'm, well, I, that's hard I, to I'd tell because I was ten and I loved it. So. Yeah, uh, I'd say it made fifteen. I don't yeah, know, probably 15 like twenty five. Oh no, not that bad. It oh, made uh, fifty seven million. Oh okay, oh. so it made so its covered. Back. It's not mm. covered my nut. Yeah, I mean barely. barely. If yeah, what the fuck? That's a bummer. Yeah. It's pretty what did crazy. You say it made fifty seven million. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, Adapted from Annie, Little Orphan Annie. What date? Did, when was it released, though? Oh, May twenty-first. Huh. I was I was but a child. <laughs> I saw I, it a lot on t- on video and TV. 
when I was still but a child. Um, sure. I wonder, but I didn't get to see it in the theater that I remember. Although they they took me to the movies a lot when I was really little, 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 so I may have seen it in the theater and just don't remember. <clears throat> um, but yeah, uh, I, 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 I tried to. I did a bird. A bird. Really? Uh huh. <laughs> I did really love everything about this movie, though. Yeah. It, it, it does feel. Um, Here, uh, yeah, here's some of my notes. <laughs> the idea, like, they're going to take an orphan. Okay, so we didn't even nerds. say what the plot is, right? Oh, yeah, like, yeah. sure. So she's an orphan in an orphanage. Her mm-hmm. parents gave her up when she was a baby. And then, a very Force Awakens story with Annie. Mm. Oh boy, she's just waiting for her parents to come back. Yeah. Doesn't want to get adopted by Han Solo, aka Daddy Warbucks. Oh my god! Mm. <laughs> Please continue. So, Sorry, <laughs> but apparently the billionaire, uptown billionaire, wants to have a PR moment mm-hmm. by bringing an orphan into his mansion for a week. Yeah, can you think of anything more cruel? <laughs> yeah, than awful thing to do. A child. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so Annie gets selected. They do a bunch of singing about it. Yeah. She thinks she's going <laughs> to like it here. She does. Yeah. And, then, uh, and when she wakes, ring for Drake. Drake will bring your tray. Yes. And when you're through, Mrs. Pugh will come to take it away. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to come in here this week. I, Alicia has an Annie <laughs> costume. Oh. And I was like, I should see if I could borrow Alicia's Annie costume and show up in that and be like, I think I'm gonna like it. <laughs> we did a production of this at the Little Theater in Ohio, and I kept, like, I didn't work on it, but <sighs> Jinx and my friends did. And I was like, I'm gonna come in and fucking audition. And they're like, oh, what part, Rooster? And I was like, no, no Annie. Annie. <laughs> fucking Annie. I'm the only one that can pull this off. <clears throat> but anyway, I, I thought that'd be I really good, but takes. I was like, I think I'm too big for that Annie costume I'm not oh, even gonna boy. bother <laughs> asking but. <laughs> so that was my that was my big one is like that that sounds horrible that's a terrible thing to do to somebody but then yeah. Annie of course you can't be around Annie for more than 30 seconds before you fall completely in love with the kid yeah. and so Daddy Warbucks he, he she melts his heart almost immediately mm-hmm. you know? he, she jumps in the pool with him that one time isn't that the first time that he's she's alone with him right and yeah and uh, he just treats she just treats him like a normal person yeah. mm-hmm. and I think that's the that's the key so you, he gives you, away all his money he uh <laughs> yeah. the biggest yeah. philanthropist he, in the he, world he, he decides that he's gonna he pay taxes yeah he's gonna, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's gonna, he's gonna take care no and what is, the FDR offers him yeah. to be the head of one of the the New Deal divisions like the division the, right. the labor act or something whatever it is it just kinda throws it out there yeah um she meets the president yeah and then he, Pretty impressive. He goes, to, he goes to adopt her, and then yeah, she's not sure she wants to be adopted because she's still waiting for her folks. Mm-hmm. She has a, it, she has her locket. She but... has her locket, and again, like he's a billionaire with limitless resources. The first thing you do is go back to the orphanage and find out the records. You don't just go throw it out on the news <laughs> yeah. on the on the iota radio hour. Right, that's preposterous. But, yeah. So uh, <laughs> right, eight hundred and seventy-five people show up to try and claim to be Annie's parents, and none of them are. And then Rooster and what is the? She's her name's like Mrs. Her name? Something or other. She's named after a hotel. Um, Mrs. Lily St. Regis. Mrs. Sticky Fingers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rooster. Um, uh, so they they concoct a plan because they can get the the, the half locket, the locket mm-hmm. from Miss Hannigan, who explains that the parents died in a fire soon after they dropped the kid off. Yeah, what a bummer! 
What's the little the littlest kid? That little kid is amazing too. When she's like imitating Miss Hannigan Molly, in the song. Yeah. Molly, yeah. yeah. She overhears totally. it while she's scrubbing the toilets. Cow, cow, cow. <laughs> <laughs> so she and all the orphans go to save go to warn Daddy Warbucks that Rooster and Miss Hannigan are concocting a plan to steal fifty thousand dollars. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There, yeah. You go. there you go. There you go. That's oh, the plot FDR, of it. <laughs> played by Edward Herman. Yeah. Yeah. Herman. From uh, from the Lost Boys and Overboard. Oh, that's yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Lots um, of stuff. Sing, Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love uh, when they're all singing tomorrow together. That's pretty great. Uh, um, I love yeah. the Albert Finney. He is really good. Right? Yeah. Like even when he's singing, he's like still maintaining his gruffness. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't turn it on and become like. Up, up, up. Yeah, something about the way he sings, and it, he, where it's not. He's not like singing well, you he, know what I mean? Like yeah. it's not like it's not like he's a, like a amazing singer. He's not going to be on the Broadway show for sure, right? But he's really good. But yeah. the way he sings ha- is so keeping with his character. Yeah, it's just, that's he's what I mean. Singing in his character voice. And yeah, sure. I love yeah. it. And yeah, I, it, it's it, really perfect. It's so fitting. Mm-hmm. I love the Iron an Hour. Like when he gets on there and he's reading the copy and he's like, "Drop page." <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Did I just do an advertisement? <laughs> and storms out. <laughs> it's so terrific. Yeah, it's pretty. That part's pretty yeah. great. Pretty good. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I, Albert Finney really to me is kind of like the standout of. Mm-hmm. Of the movie, yeah, uh, he's he's definitely got something, <laughs> that, de- and he's definitely what Jeff Bezos thinks he is, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. for sure. <laughs> right. No, I've Albert Finney, like I've just loved him because of this movie for the rest of his career. Anytime he's around, I'm just like, yes, yeah. I love him. He's the best. Because um, he was in Born. I, he's the first he was in Born no he's in Born Supremacy isn't he he takes over I can't remember well that's just it like Brian Cox and him especially at that period in right. their acting careers <laughs> were interchangeable and then they yeah. put them in the same character kind of role <laughs> so I remember just thinking I was always referencing Brian Cox as the not our yeah. character <laughs> he's in uh, Big Fish you like Big Fish I like I Big only Fish saw it I like Big Fish yeah. I like Big Fish okay it's good. he's in uh Aaron Brockovich seen that Aaron Brockovich he was in, in Skyfall a, some yes. Breakfast of Champions oh boy. let's just keep that one on the deal Breakfast of Champions Breakfast of Champions anyway yeah he's he's <laughs> terrific okay <laughs> just terrific yeah he it's is really a, terrific it's a, there's several I mean her him Carol Burnett Eileen Quinlan is that her name What's her name? Yeah, Uh, yeah, they're all really good. Well, and Mrs. What's her name? And Rooster and and all of them. No, but what? And Grace. Grace. Grace is awesome. That's what I mean. Like she is a true. She is a true song and dance person. Like oh yeah, she rules. She's amazing. That's part of why I was like, why she's in all that jazz. That's right. Yeah. And Mickey and Maud, like I said. I think the reason I was giving a little extra nod to Albert Finney is because... He's not a song and dance man? Yeah. Yeah. And for the fact that he's a billionaire automatically makes me want to hate him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the fact that he's able to bring such warmth to it is... And without making it seem... Really impressive. Without making it seem cartoonish Mm -hmm. even, right? Yeah, for sure. He's gruff... And then he'll pause and be like, you know, like Mm -hmm. with with that moment with, why can I not remember her name? I just want to keep calling her Mrs. Hannigan. But Grace, when she's like, argues with him, he's like, you know, you're very 
beautiful when you argue with me. Like, yeah. even in that, it just still feels the power dynamic. I, I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. it's a peculiar role to be. I don't know what I'm trying I would to say. say though, I mean, it is from a kid's movie, so he's got to be kind of cartoony. As right. far as him not being a song and dance man, I don't know. I don't know because there's, you mm-hmm. know, True. he especially comes from a time where yeah. Yeah. Um, actors are want to be well-rounded. They want to be able to do musicals. Yeah. He knows how to tap dance. Like so, he's tap dancing was probably real got, popular, like seventy five like to eighty five. Like people just loved tap dancing. That was yeah. a thing in your arsenal whole, as that a Steve as an deal, actor, man. you know, that yeah. you can dance and and sing. So yeah, I don't know. Point. I don't know what he had done on stage. As well, far as that yeah, goes. I guess, but he's not known as a song and dance. No, person, and so. he's not like a big his his singing isn't like big. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Where the the other people clearly are all able to like yeah. they're like big Being, theater we've sure. got these big giant booming voices and it, his is soft well, and gruff I would also say that you that Albert Finney's probably the best straight actor in the cast yeah like if you put him mm-hmm. in a non-musical he's For sure. the best actor oh so yeah. sure yeah. so he's definitely probably like hewing closest to his like he's like this is what he would do. <laughs> like, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> this and is I, how Warbucks would sing. I, I just, how, how did we forget Miller's Crossing when we were just laying, oh, laying those off? Oh, fucking Dude, he's for amazing real. in that. God. <sighs> so good. But yeah, I'm not seeing a bunch. Mm, maybe some of these. Anyway, it's a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I, I'm, I honestly, I'm honestly pretty taken aback by how much I enjoyed almost every single aspect oh, of it. Oh, yeah. that makes me happy. Because yeah. I, I was especially, because you I know you have no history with it. I right. mean, I, I was confident... Uh, uh, Tucker was going to be like, yeah, yeah, no, I love it. Yeah. But I wasn't confident you were. I was, I was half. That's part of why I asked if you watched it with your kids, because if you're watching it with your kids, you're you're potentially going to have more yeah. feelings of investment. But unless your kids are like, what is this old bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I feel like it would still resonate with your kids. I think that there's oh, something I, I want so to show it to them playful yeah. about it, and she is so goddamn cute. Like, my daughter would love this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that that warms my heart that you liked it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I, I could see I you coming it. in being like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess so. I have to figure out a way to convince Francie <laughs> it's her idea for it to work. Otherwise, uh, she yes, won't, yeah, she yeah. won't sit down to watch it at all. So well, somehow just, I have to get it in the, her head that she wants to watch Annie. Play the soundtrack in the background a handful of times, and then she'll just pick up on it. Maybe I doubt it. She'd be like, <laughs> you know, and be like, "Can you turn that off? Turn that grandpa music off." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm glad. I really, I'm glad I liked it too. I was ready to like it. I was <laughs> ready to because I didn't, I didn't want to be like a Debbie Downer about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I didn't want to be like coming in here and no, knowing what your feelings are about it and be like, "This movie fucking this sucks, movie was dude. boring, bro." And you, well, and. and by proxy, you fucking suck. <laughs> well, and that's where I was like, I may be too close to this. That was where I was like, I don't know. I mean, if you yeah. come in and you didn't like it, I don't know what to say because yeah. there's no, I'm utterly non-objective about it. Like, I'm. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to be objective about these. It is. These well, Any of these movies. Really. But as, yeah, especially because then when I was like, oh shit, this is dragging in the yeah. middle. Oh, that's a bummer. Oh. Yeah. And it does throw in a good musical number pretty much right in time to bring you back in but it you know it didn't need to maybe that's kind of funny though too because the other two movies we've talked about how they are kind of like episodic yeah and have like they're kind of like little vignettes and they're Mm -hmm. little like almost like sketches especially like in breakfast club yeah yeah and then 
this being a musical obviously has that too. <laughs> Literally, that's all they are. Yeah. Just strung together with talking in between. <laughs> yeah. 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 Which is kind of funny that they all, huh. they all take, they're all, they all came out yeah. in the eighties and yeah. they all have that same kind of quality to them. Yeah. Our fields of right. dreams are not plot driven. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, this yeah. one at least has a plot. True. Right. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, I mean, uh, the breakfast club is pretty much a bottle, yeah. an extended bottle episode of a TV show. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? True. <laughs> and nostalgia is not very plot driven honestly for yeah. sure it's more feeling so I absolutely feel like, yeah those movies are just kind of steeped in that this one has to by nature of what it is yeah have mm-hmm. something to propel them forward yeah whereas it was like stand by me it's like they're finding a body that's it like, yeah, they're going the, to find a body the that's the plot of the movie right. yeah you know? and there's these other kids that are going to try to find it eventually too but it's not really it's you know it's more about the people and right exactly and so, yeah this yeah this but, is not character driven there's no characters no. it's just caricatures right yeah yeah That's I love a big. real caricature driven movie me too <laughs> me too also there, why is there a ventriloquist on the radio show right like yeah she's what a like, and she's doing ventriloquism <laughs> that was right. my honky horn I think was the ventriloquist like at first it didn't bother me but then like as the scene was ending and she kind of comes back in to yeah. do more ventriloquism I was like wait. <laughs> Wait, no one's gonna point this. No one's the, gonna make this a joke. Is this <laughs> just just for the four people sitting in the, in the, sta- in the chairs there? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they're yeah, it was what, silly. are they being fooled by it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that fucking puppet talking? <laughs> Whoa, Some that's a little shit. tiny person. <laughs> <laughs> it says oh. dirty words. A <laughs> little tiny person says dirty words. Hilarious. And I do love when. They kidnap Annie, and then the little girls come running in, and they're like, ex- however, they just throw it out there, like, so-and-so kidnapped, and, and Daddy Warwick goes, leap and litter! Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> even then, he's still able to deliver that in a way that Daddy Warwick's would deliver. Yeah. It. yeah. <laughs> I, and you know, you say they're not characters, but I... I f- no, and they're not. Right. They're distinguished, though. They they're are, not, and they may not be like fully like realized, like fully like well developed characters. But there's a warmth to all of them. Yeah, and no, there's and Mrs. Mm-hmm. Hannigan feels like a life. There, she feels like she's living constantly off screen for sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's in a bathtub full of gin, but sure. she's still living. And they all feel, they all feel like they have an inner life. I feel yeah, like okay. to to an extent, yeah. uh, maybe not like the the p- various uh, people around the mansion and stuff. Yeah, uh, Mrs. Pugh. Yeah, <laughs> but like definitely. I want to see a like a spinoff movie about Mrs. Mrs. Pugh. Pugh. Uh, but at but least like different strokes. It's just called Pugh. Are kind of like our <laughs> three mean, main or, uh, adults yeah, of like of Hannigan, Grace, and Daddy Warbucks. Yeah. They all feel like per- true. Like yeah, you're they right. have like yeah. depth to them yeah. in in some some fashion or other. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um. But everybody else, yeah, is kind of, is cartoony. Like Tim Curry's like twirling his mustache and <laughs> so dastardly. <laughs> He's having so so much fun. Yeah. Gosh. Well, isn't he always? Yes. <laughs> he, he especially at that point. Now he was, that was like the height of his power, man. Yeah. He was just. Oh. And he rules. Tim he Curry rules. rules. Oh man. <laughs> and and yeah. That uh, must have been so fun. Those days of filming with him. That mm, must have been yeah. especially that song and dance. That that song that they per- the Easy Street. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so fun. And Mrs. Mm-hmm. And Carol Burnett, like, always a step behind and missing it. Like, yeah. It's so fun. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I still think that one probably could have been ejected for 
uh, efficiency of the film. Put that one in. If this had come out, <laughs> whatever. Put that in in the, in the DVD release. Just leave it out. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Let's go back to 1982 and be like, hey, yeah. save Easy Street for the DVD <laughs> release. Yeah, yeah, You're going to thank me later. VHS, I don't even think VHS had caught on at that point, right? Like, I know they were available, early, but it yeah. was... Yeah, that was pretty early. It, renting yeah. a movie was a thing. Yeah. It wasn't... You had to go, like, yeah. actually <clears throat> give your foot... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the first ones we rented. My stepdad rented the VCR. Yeah, yeah. us too. And then, yeah, 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 yeah. And that you know, as soon as you put it, as you, it would just rewind immediately. You didn't mm-hmm. have any option to like stop and go back. <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, yeah. I don't think video VHS was really. Uh, it wasn't. It hadn't yeah. caught on as there weren't yeah. video stores. I guess is all that I mean. Like you, there were specialty close, places. Yeah, yeah. Not, not quite. No, because it was. Yeah, it wasn't until. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it was, doesn't matter, you guys. Doesn't matter. A few. A I feel like it was like eighty three, eighty four is but when we beta, went to the first one. And beta and VHS were still competing, and there was uh-huh. like it wasn't clear what you needed. So that's why you also just rented the player because you're like, I don't, I, I, yeah. I don't know what. Well, and they cost like one's, one's this big and one's so this big. Much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so expensive. Yeah. Which is preposterous. Something dollars for a video for the video. Yeah, yeah, but the VCR itself was like. Oh yeah, it's like. Hundreds, yeah. right? It's like getting a microwave. Yeah. Four thousand dollars. Anyway, yeah, it is funny how uh, the, those have depreciated so so. <laughs> Although so it's much. hard. To Ironically, find now if you found one that had that like top load thing, you'd probably be able to get a couple grand for probably. it. Probably to some nerd. I I have a laserdisc player that Ooh, is worth like that mouth. is worth like eleven hundred bucks. No, it's not. It is. No, it's, wow. it's it is. worth that if someone will buy it. True, someone will. But I've I've seen it listed around the internet, around the internet for for quite a bit of money. Oh man, this particular because it's also it's a it's a DVD laser disc. Oh, so you can actually use it. Yeah, you don't have to go. Also, then go peruse model. Mm -hmm. Wow, small. I never had thrift stores to find laser discs. (laughs) They have a big selection at the record exchange. Oh, actually, of laser discs. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Um. Just I have Alien I have Resurrection a, on LaserDisc. <laughs> we have an Anaconda. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I haven't mentioned it this week. So uh, you just mentioned finding things uh, outrageously priced on the internet. Uh, so I went looking for rhinestone memorabilia <laughs> on eBay. Okay. And because um, there's never any. like Sometimes you'll find the That's soundtrack, shocking. which I have. I, I actually don't but, think that that it? movie exists. I think this is your made-up <sighs> movie. This is, this is your Rhinestone is like your Tyler Durden. It's yeah. the, <laughs> <laughs> maybe it is. Um, but I found, so I was looking, and there was a couple things. There was like a folder from the press kit or something. Someone wanted $30 for it. Um, but there was a binder of like just page after page after page after page of photo proofs. It was like, I don't know if the person selling it was the still photographer on set of Rhinestone, but that's what it looked like. That's where it came from, right. at least. It was a whole binder of all the still photography from the set of Rhinestone. I was like zooming in. I was like, oh, Bob Clark directing this scene. And oh, look at this. And I was like, this is amazing. How much does this guy want for it? Any guesses? $35,000. No. $1,700. Well, and I was like, well, if I won the lottery, I'd get that. And then I got an, I, I followed it just because I wanted to like look at it again. Mm-hmm. And then Bob and Clark I got an, an email, email and they had like, oh, he's dead. Oh. But <laughs> they dropped like $500. Oh. And I was like, it's still $1,200. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I'll give you 50 bucks for it. I will. I'll give you 50 bucks. still a used car. <laughs> yeah. I believe Bob Clark and his son died in a car wreck. Oh. I believe. Gosh. 
uh, if I'm not making That's that a bummer. Up. Oh, no, I don't want to joke about him. Yeah, don't joke about Bob Clark, the director never, of the greatest movie would. ever I made. I never would. <clears throat> Rhinestone. I'll watch one. I'll, I'll watch Weinstone one day. You should watch it with me. Okay. Like people, everybody says watching it with me is the only way to go. Okay. <laughs> I I I really love that Miss Hannigan has like her turn at the end. Yeah, me too. And I actually like felt it. It takes it takes right up to the edge where Rooster's actually chasing her to kill her. Where Hannigan's like, he's really gonna kill her. Well, the you know what's funny though is I actually didn't really feel like Hannigan was evil at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Like she's she's a jerk. She's a jerk to the kids, but also she's a single woman running an all-girls orphanage mm-hmm. at the height of the Great Depression, like one of the worst times in American history yeah. for a lot of people. Yeah. And she's not like outright like abusing them for the most part. I mean, she does have the paddle room. <laughs> yeah. The paddle room. Yeah. And which is pretty common. Yeah. Everyone got paddled. Right, exactly. That's not like very far removed from what like a quote unquote good person might do to their kids. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's so just she, accepted. Yeah. When so I she, was a kid that, you know, kids got beat. And and the kids are like, <laughs> pre- yeah, exactly. And pre- the kids are like, the girls are all like precocious and they like to make trouble and stuff. So it's not, she's not like outright being like, a straight up monster to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? I remember as a kid it feeling that she was scary and yeah. not nice and a bad person. I I'm with you. But then at the end But she you accept also she, as a kid that she's she's redeemed herself. Yeah. yeah. Because and I think it's because she's never I think it's easy for her to redeem herself because she's not actually that evil. Mrs. Hannigan? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's just desperate. Yeah. She's just a she's an <laughs> alcoholic. Well, and she's I mean she's broke, right? Like she's the, that's, what, yeah, that's kind of what yeah. we were saying. Yeah, is her that motivation she, is that she just that's the only thing she can do and yeah. having a job is absolutely critical at that point, right? Like that's the thing that Daddy Warb or even Grace says is like it's better to, you know, you find yourself without a job. I'm like, oh well no, whatever you need then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. fifty thousand dollars I d I don't I'm sure whatever they say is probably like that's a lot. Half a million or something yeah. by today's standards. And I, and I mean, really, like, <laughs> certified she's check. making she's making the, the kids, like, clean. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, kids should clean up their house. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you know but, I mean? but it's more like, it's like a prison, right? Like, they even show it later when they're just walking around in the sure. yard. I just mean she's not, yeah, yeah, she's yeah. not, like, outright evil. No, she's just fed up and... She's cruel. She's, like she's yeah. she's a jerk and she's a drunk. Like no, and, she's but, a bastard. But, but she does. Yeah. Like she registers that her brother's actually going to harm that kid, and she's like not okay with it. And, right. And, like yeah. she's chasing after him to stop him, and then she hits him in the head. Rooster, you <laughs> retrobate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> retrobate. Yeah. I love fifty thousand dollars in nineteen thirty-three in today's money is one million sixty nine thousand dollars okay wow i can see that yeah that's a so lot the fact of that money daddy warbucks is a billionaire oh yeah that's that's, that's <clears throat> close to like a trillionaire by today's standards would be my guess oh my right? god like yeah in the post i actually see. don't believe billionaires existed at that point just maybe kings yeah i kind of want to see forever whatever. billionaire but one john rockefeller <laughs> 
Oh, okay. Well, um, I'm a ding dong. Um, one with Henry Ford. That was in 1916 when he became a, a the, billionaire, the world's first billionaire, okay. official billionaire. Yeah. Well, hmm. Jesus. Christ. And by those standards, again, that's like an immeasurable quantity of wealth, right? Like that's like. Yeah. king of all of Europe kind of level right. of, like you can't really measure it because there's nothing to do with it yeah but all all billionaires are bastards Abab <laughs> that's what I, I said Abab mm-hmm. Abab <laughs> one billion dollars in 1933 it doesn't even like like Google yeah, just like the, takes me to phone, a million your, your phone just like starts like, to heat no, up no, no. Wow, wow. well a million dollars today is 21 million dollars so it's like, so uh, two, so a billionaire is like a twenty-one billionaire. <laughs> I suppose so. <laughs> Some like a twenty-one billionaire, or like or like a couple twenty-one or two hundred and ten billion. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, fifty uh, fifty thousand is a lot, na- like today. Yeah, yeah. like to get fi- uh, a windfall of fifty thousand dollars. That's oh, a man. lot. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be cool with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> would change my life. Yeah, I don't think it would be life changing, but it'd be. It would change my life. Okay. Actually, I guess it probably changed my life pretty good too. You know, when you're when you're running into the negative every pay period, yeah, fifty thousand dollars changes your life. Yeah, you know, for sure. Uh, I'm with you. Yeah. So the but uh, Miss Hannigan when she I like when she says the like she, <laughs> she's like she <laughs> may be what does she say she like she may be a dirty rotten stinking orphan. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> yeah, but she just, just, she's still a little girl she's or just something. Just a yeah. kid. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's, she's just, still a, just something a kid. like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah Miss Hannigan rules. And even all <laughs> totally. of those interactions with those kids, she doesn't have malice. She's just right. fed up. She's yeah. just. I mean, I, I have been a drunk, tired, <laughs> exhausted parent, right? Yeah. Not wanting to be around the kids before, and they were my own kids. Right. So yeah. I mean. Can that's kind of, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Is she she's not doing anything that's like heinous necessarily. No. She's she's not, she's not great, but she's you know she just wants to cash in on some of that stuff. That you know she's so jealous when Daddy Warwick comes to adopt her. She's, she's not, like just yeah. a second. And yeah. shuts the door and does that Carol Burnett thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's not, but she's not like rubbing the kids' faces and like their own piss or something like that yeah. you know what i mean she's, she's not like chaining them <laughs> up yeah no yeah she's just she's just a drunk old lady yeah so she, till you see my new gritty annie <laughs> <laughs> it's oh it's more god. in the vein of like cruella oh it's my called hannigan again yeah Hannigan's. oh my god <laughs> fuck off it's like a robert, <laughs> robert eggers movie <sighs> hannigan the dark gritty reboot <laughs> oh god Showing how the the shoot. kill kill kill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could, uh, I could never see a retelling of a famous villain's origin story ever again and be completely fine. Yeah, to me, for that, real. To me, that is the absolute like pits of. <laughs> Cinema, yeah, doing uh, uh, of doing like retellings Mike, of like villains, so oh, like Maleficent all the stories, but from the Cruella. villains' point of view, Wicked, <laughs> Cruella, Maleficent, like all of those, I hate them yeah. so much. I don't think I've bothered to watch any of them. I think I saw Malef- Maleficent. Maleficent. Yeah, I saw that yeah. with Francie, and I saw that's the one I saw with Cruella with Angelina them too, Jolie, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've forgotten it. them both. 
<laughs> You're right there, bro. I, about, I, I, I breathed, I inhaled a little bit of my spit. Oh, <laughs> cool. But, but Joker, you were cool with that, though. Right? That one. That's his favorite. That's yeah. one of my all-time favorite yeah, movies. Yeah. Favorite movie. <laughs> I don't like Joker, but I love Annie. <laughs> that's my personality. <laughs> uh, and that's the, the New York I want to live in, is Annie's New is York. Is Annie's New York? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man, I saw this book that was about, like... Uh, I mean, it really was. It was like about New York City and the films that made it. Yes, yes, I and saw that. I was the, like, I should get this for Brett. I, 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 <laughs> I want to get that. I want to take the that entire too. New York filmography. No, so you can see every movie it's Marin, a character in. Marin had that guy on his podcast. It was a oh, live really? podcast uh, like a month ago. Yeah, no, I wrote that oh, down cool. as a potential Christmas gift. In fact, I'm, I'm, now that you say it, I'm like, oh, I might get that from Liam yeah. tomorrow or oh, tonight. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, because cool. yeah, I had the same thought of like, I actually, would be into this movie or this book rather. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I guess uh, what 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 else we got? What else I got do we, uh, we got? I mean, anything else for Annie? I, I'm surprised I was able to talk about it this long. To be frank, without I, crying, without crying, <laughs> well, <laughs> you were playing the opening music, and I was going to cry when we were just starting sitting down. Yeah, I, I, I guess playing piano. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say it right now as we move into next week. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the the fucking what are you saying? Cage neck match? and neck. Uh, <laughs> these I, movies are running neck and neck, all of them. I, for to me, mm-hmm. the forerunner might be Annie. Really? Ooh, yeah. Look at uh, you. I really, really loved Annie. Yeah. I really uh, loved it so I, much. <laughs> yes. That's, yeah. That's great. And it really did make me feel. <laughs> it's not the winner. It's great though. It great. really did make me feel nostalgic. <laughs> it, it it invoked more nostalgia in me than either of the other two huh. movies. Huh. Okay. Quite a bit. Interesting. Even, even more than Stand by Me, which is like pure nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the um, overseas title of that film. Pure nostalgia. <laughs> pure <Yeah>. nostalgia. <laughs> Stephen King's nostalgia. Pure nostalgia. I think nostalgia. Annie feels like it's not trying so hard to mm. capture nostalgia mm. but it just has that yeah. in its in its fucking it's, vein in its DNA it's mainlining nostalgia yeah. into my fucking <laughs> eyeballs dude <laughs> it's also nostalgic in that like p- like pure nostalgia way where they are color like rose colored glasses rose colored glasses mm-hmm. yes. yeah they're not trying to be realistic about no. it at right. all yeah, yeah. You no, know, because that period was awful. Right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The depression is especially. I told it's you guys depressing. that I had just so depressing. I just finished reading a People's History of the United mm, States, lovely. and yeah, uh, all of it was bad. People <laughs> were eating their own feet. <laughs> I read it in the Howard Zinn book. I, I, it's funny too, because uh, especially like in this movie with like references to like the Bolsheviks and stuff. It's so funny. Like when I was in school, the image that was painted of like Soviet era Russia is yeah. so bleak yeah. and like yeah. horrible, cartoonish. But then learning a little bit more about like the history of the United States, it's like. Oh, it was also yeah. pretty bleak yeah. here too. It, it was <laughs> the whole world yeah. was not doing good. Yeah, I just like not... just project all that stuff on them. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Here and, we're number one. Did and listen, you hear? I'm not a pinko. Okay, so don't oh come my at God. me. <laughs> I'm not a pinko commie. Uh, uh, okay, well, what are He's you? A New Deal Democrat. You're a capitalist. 
Yeah, I'm, pure, I'm a pure capitalist. Oh my god, I love money and I love power and I love capital. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He he's such an interesting character. I it's so hard to put my finger on him, I, and it's hard to put my finger on the like messaging of the movie when mm-hmm. it comes to that kind of stuff. Like I can't I, yeah. tell if the movie is. Like I think it's in support of like FDR and like the the, kind the of new feels like it is. I mean, there's it no does. reason to include that in there at all, other than to give it context for that. Yeah, there's no need to have FDR be in I it. I feel like like most things like this, it's probably confused. <laughs> um, it's probably like well, it's also it's aimed at children, so it doesn't yeah. necessarily need to have a political message. I I, I mean, it's. But it's celebrating. Seems it's celebrating capitalism. I mean, it, it all things. But it's also showing do. him like they are having to. Yeah, they're, they're, it's still one the, to have its cake and eat it too. Like all yeah. stuff he's still the savior. Like, like he saves yeah, the whole orphanage the at the and end. Like, at the end, you're like, oh, but isn't, orphans just need a billionaire to take yeah, them in. That's some, right. Yeah, they just need a. Like, the, yeah, it's not a. It's not. Yeah, I don't know that it's trying to solve a problem other than No, I don't mean it's kids. trying to solve a problem, no. only that the the messaging does seem confused mm-hmm. and I I think it is just a product of its time. Yeah. yeah. But because it does or, seem and, to and also America. Yeah. Like it paints is a confused place. Yeah, oh, it boy. paints Daddy Warbucks very sympathetically and warmly, yeah. but also like FDR seems to it seems to be on the side of FDR's yeah. like New Deal, New and Deal Democrat. I, as type a kid, stuff. always yeah. got the impression that Warbucks was going to support FDR, right? Like mm-hmm. right. that in the end, he was he was gruff about it because he's gruff about Annie, and then he still does the right thing. And he's and I love that it does find that part of it where it's like you know where FDR even says to him like you know something about them not agreeing or whatever, but he's like, but your president's asking you to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, you know, it's like he respects that. People respected that. It yeah. was like, it was the or president. According Whether to you the were, movie, it did. Right. I'm guessing but that was the idea. Generally, you know, were, mm-hmm. especially it's another then. bullshit thing that Rose we tell ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Genuinely above it at that point. <clears throat> but still, I mean, it's good. 32. That's good messaging to get out there, make people think that's how they're supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. True. <laughs> Would be nice. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, in a sense. I mean. Well, it's going to be more effective than trying to just as deliver far as the messaging that respect, you're a piece of shit and then you, you should know? just go go away. But then, but in like a post-Trump, and... a post-Trump era, like right. I could never, ever showed the office any respect with oh, Donald oh, Trump oh, in it. Well, you know what well, I mean? no, no, no. I just, FDR... I, it always stood out to me as one of the like last few presidents that seemed worthy of the office being a respected position. He's the only left-wing president that we've ever had, <laughs> for the most part. As Jimmy as Carter aware, was the last Jimmy president Carter. to not drop a bomb on anyone. Yeah, and Jimmy Carter and he was also us. a fucking <laughs> nuclear he physicist. He sat the fucking country down and was like, yeah. we have to stop or we're yeah. fucked yeah. because so, of climate change. Yeah. Because of all these things. In like 1980, and everybody was like, fuck you, yeah. Reagan and Falwell. Yeah, Reagan came in and removed Jerry, the, the... Jimmy Carter was the last president that asked us to be adults, and yeah. we like... Told him to fuck off. Yeah. Have you did you oh, see yeah. have you seen any of the campaign stuff from when Jimmy Carter was running for like governor or No. I was not in I don't Georgia. Know, probably. So. No. It's, it's probably in documentaries. It's but incredibly racist. Uh, I'm sure. <laughs> of him? Yeah. But in the seventies it was probably just middle of the yeah. road benign. Like you would you have to look at it from forty years later to even register that it's racist, right? Is well, that what you mean? Uh y- yeah. I mean 
I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty explicitly racist even for the time. But he was in what, like Georgia? Georgia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Georgia's got a lot of racist people. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So, I mean, I get why he would, even if he didn't align with it ideologically, he still. I am. Yeah, you know, just try and like just he was a guy that it talked about his faults, and I mean. I'll talk about Carter all day because I admire him as a person too. because right. he's uh, the last president I admire. As so a he's, he's an admirable but, um, person. He's the only person who held that office in a position keeps, that was. And he's done more good as after, after and yeah. as a statesman and yeah. as a human being yeah. than any mm-hmm. ex president. For sure. Well, I mean. In our modern times, at least. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe Teddy Roosevelt. He hasn't been. <laughs> In his post-presidency? Yeah. Uh, sure did a bunch of shit. Did he? <laughs> yeah. Wait, well, well, yeah. I'm talking about our modern times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Teddy, Ro- Teddy Roosevelt My established, lifetime. like, the national parks. Yeah. Well, sure. Well, yeah. Which yeah. is also, like, yeah, whatever. The FDR, again, I mean, he carried us through World yeah. War II. He pulled us out of the Depression, and then... And, and all I, of them, I, it's you also know, hard I mean, the Japanese internment camps is kind of a, yeah, a bummer. Sucks. Kind of a blight on his uh, True. presidency, but for the, sure. The world was a lot more racist at the yeah. time, so it was a lot yeah. more we did also, We set out that war for as long as we possibly could. Which was not good. Not good. Yeah. No. But there yeah, you go. You know, everyone has their problems. But it's because the Warbucks was profiteering, right? So. Yeah, it's all Daddy Warbucks' fault. Mm-hmm. Right. I agree. Uh, what are we talking about? We're I talking know. real serious politics. We're talking about the people's history of cast. the United States, motherfucker. They oh ate their God. feet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it, it is funny that this movie can make me feel nostalgic for a time that I know was straight up awful. <laughs> yeah, like a time well, I, that never existed. Yeah, a time that never What's existed. That Jello Biafra, Mojo Nixon song, nostalgia for an age that never existed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's the whole that's, that's the whole uh, other than your own personal nostalgia that's all nostalgia is yeah 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 it's kind of it's kind of wild I feel like this movie really nails that yeah. though when mm-hmm. you're looking for something to just make you feel warm and comfortable <laughs> and cozy Dude. and and sweet this yeah. movie has that up the ass <laughs> no <Those>. shit <laughs> straight up the ass. Straight up it. I mean, I, yeah, Eileen. I, I can't say enough about Eileen Quinn as yeah. Annie. She She's, is, whatever happened to her? Does anyone know? Nothing. She really. she did some more acting. Like she had a she had work here and there. Um, Wonder if I saw her and just didn't know it. I don't think so. I, I mm. every few years I do the same thing. I'm like, what happened to that lady? And then oh. I, nothing sticks with me. She she's she was on an episode of Will and Grace, the, the revival in 2020. Oh. Um. We might have seen that. She was in a movie called Multiple Sarcasms with Timothy Hutton, Mir Sorvino, oh. and a couple s- other people. Mario Van Peebles, actually. Does she always wear the um, Annie costume? I was just going to so. say, is that, so are, that we are, know they, are these all just like... <laughs> oh, she's a, she's a singer. She put out an album in 2015 and 2019. So she sings. Hmm. Um, Never would have thought she sung. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's interesting. Singer, huh? Yeah. Um... Who knew? Is it is it a song? Is it an album of Annie songs? She, <laughs> <It's> just <laughs> she. There was an. There was I a, think Quinn sings Annie you guys, again. <laughs> there was an uh, an anime version of The Wizard of Oz that came out in nineteen ninety in nineteen eighty two. Yep. And um, I saw that. You did? Yeah. Oh, nice. She's the voice of Dorothy Gale in the English uh, dub of that movie, okay. which is kind of funny. I remember uh, that she, cartoon. And that was actually the year after, or the the her next 
role after Annie. Yeah, I was going to say that's probably just because she was just in this. They saw her and they were like, get her over, get her over here. <laughs> <laughs> I got that one. Yeah, she's she's incredible. The, I'm interested to see what next week is going to yeah, be like. I was just thinking the same thing. Like, I don't know what we're going to do here. Bloodbath. I mean, I've already told you what I think we're going to do, but I'm, I'm done saying it <laughs> over fe- and over and I'm over I'm feeling again. pretty objective. I'm feeling like okay. I can be pretty objective. Mm. Um, Tucker clearly cannot. And I'm 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 suspicious. I of love my all own these movies. Yeah, so me do too. I. I, I do actually, too. I really, I really I enjoyed too. watching Breakfast Club. I loved revisiting Stand by Me Ooh. and seeing Annie really for the first time. I forgot the categories. My... We text them out. Yeah. Okay. The most feels of dreams is the first category. And <sighs> that, what are you talking about? The first category. The categories. The first category no, but... should be right in the feels. Yeah. And that's the movie that gets you like right, right in, in the, the feels, feels the well, most. I know what he's going to vote yeah, for. Yeah, no shit. What are you talking about? <laughs> but you almost cried talking about Stand By Me as well. But I didn't literally cry three times in the first half hour, that's which true. I did. Like tears down my yeah. face. I had the door locked in my room so nobody would yeah, ever see I, me because there's no fucking way to see me crying. I had never seen this movie before <laughs> and I felt the same way. Yeah, like, uh, I, it got me right in the feels. And probably, and, but also there's parts of Stand By Me and Breakfast Club that do as well. Yeah. I think me too. longevity, dude. I think the question of longevity. Well, um, I think they all... Mm-hmm. I feel no, like... you're right. I mean, if we're talking about uh, culture at large, I feel like they've left Annie behind. We're going to talk about this next week. But we are going to talk I, about it next You week. show it to your kids. You show it to your kids. I'll show it to my grandkids. They're still all going to be like, oh. What's, but, I want to show my kids Stand By Me. I yeah, want to show my kids. They're not going to tie in. They're going to love it. I'm telling you, this is the only one. Yeah, love it or they can get out. Do you know what's in. funny about The Breakfast this Club, This is though. an evergreen movie, is my point. The mm-hmm. Breakfast Club is interesting it's because so it's, it's, it's so, fair. It's so singular. Like The Breakfast Club is so singular. Like There's not other adaptations of it. There's not other versions of it. Except for the show that you watched on Lizzie TV, McGuire. That, yeah, that imitated it. So. Sure, yeah, right. You're but, right. Like Breakfast Club is the only wholly original work. Yeah, not adapted from other material. Oh, I see. Because mm-hmm. Stand by Me is from a book. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. I see what you're saying. That's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I also feel like so you're going to yeah. build the categories around that. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Which one was uh, written and directed <laughs> solely by John, by John Hughes? John Hughes. <laughs> Exclusively in John this Hughes. This one goes to Which one's uh, got the most? Breakfast Club, probably. Was, was Which one's it got the Amy? Most? Which one was got... it Stand By <laughs> I Me? I don't fucking think so. Oh, was it Which, Breakfast Club? <laughs> Which movies? I think it was The Breakfast Club. Which movie's got... I'll take my win, <laughs> and I'll see you guys next point. week. <laughs> Which one's got more John Benjamin I, in it? I think it's going to be hard to uh, to determine the Crime Macho category this time. Hmm. There's a few. I, uh, there's a few that are kind of jangling around well, in my brain. Well, that's why I need mm-hmm. you to send me the categories because I genuinely don't remember them. Okay. So yeah, if you could send us the categories so we can prepare our arguments, I will. I'm gonna go but take it to my lawyer. But let's also do this, gentlemen. Okay. Let's come in with our next gentlemen. rounds. Yes. Uh, also at the same time. So yes. What is the next thing going to be? We haven't decided. Well, that's why I'm bringing it. Up. Should we do that after we wrap this? Yeah, up? Yeah, let's yes, wrap. Yes, let's yes. wrap this up. Thanks everybody for Rip listening. Uh, we'll be back next week to declare a winner of this series of Fields of Dreams, That's much right. to Dylan Battostain's <laughs> chagrin. Uh, <laughs> One will reign victorious. I'm, I'm going to do my best to make sure that don't happen. Uh, but thanks for listening. Do all that podcast co- cast stuff cod that you always things. hear. Uh, all that cod piece stuff you do. Uh, and yeah, and we'll be back next week. Until next time, cry macho shitters.
through conscious neural interference. You are receiving this broadcast as a dream. We are transmitting from the year 1999. You are receiving this broadcast in order to alter the events you received. Our technology has now developed a transmitter strong enough to reach your conscious state of awareness. But this is not a dream. You are seeing what is actually occurring. But that is so-called reality violation. 